0: Hello! Hopefully you can hear me this week, and I'm right on cue, because sometimes I just stare at the camera for a few moments, like this. (laughs) Hello! Welcome to Night's Evening Star! I am your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock-Humes, and joining me this week, my lovely, lovely, dearest friends. Uh, We have Nate Sharp, Mika Burton, Anna Prosser, and Jonathan Indovino uh, joining us. There we go. Also known as Shane Penguins there we go (laughs) um and we are going to play some dungeons and dragons i hope i hope everyone's ready to play some dungeons and dragons most definitely Yes. yes yeah look at him he's keen he's ready to go Anna's just, like, Anna's in the zone. Um, I don't know if Anna's, like, prepping, like, it's her because mindset. because
1: I, I didn't realize it was four o'clock and I hadn't tweeted yet. So now I have... Oh. Hi! <laughs> Hello.
2: You are
0: doing our uh, obligatory tweets. Well, yeah. welcome, friends. Uh, I hope you're all ready for some Dungeons & Dragons. I hope you're all well. Um, it's, it's been a week. Uh, and, yeah, we're going to have a fun time. I've got a fun session planned. Uh, I'm excited.
1: I like how when you say it's been a week it doesn't really matter whether it's like i am observing that a week has passed or like
0: yep. it's, boy, been, a it's week. been a week because <laughs> it could be it's yeah, always it's both things mm-hmm. <laughs> um how are we how are we name how are we how are we do you say my name yes you've been very quiet like you've not said a word the whole intro so i want to check in with you are you okay
3: yeah i just i don't if i don't have anything to say i just don't talk you just,
0: oh, I love what? it. He's such a good boy. I love it. <laughs>
3: what, so normally, what I have concept?
0: to shout over like all the other players in my team, so it's just like Nate's. Like, I'm just ready when you are, Mark. Just you know, mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I love it. Uh, right. Well, shall I do a little recap and then we'll play some D and D? How about that? Perfect. This gives you time to check your notes because I think today's going to be one of those sessions. Uh, so. Uh, if you are not familiar, we are playing in the realm of Kormir, which is a section of the Forgotten Realms, and our party of heroes, nobles, and advisors are the rulers, I suppose, of a small village in the surrounding lands called Evening Star. In the few days leading up to a grand ball and tournament in the city of Arabelle, Marcel... Uh, brings a band of mercenaries who are looking for employment back to the keep. The mercenaries are led by a stoic fellow called Hadley Cooper, who seems to know Marcel well. Sara Lee, Azara's scribe, notes that Hadley's armour contains a number of powerful necromancy and transmutation enchantments. Unlike anything she thought possible, Azara sets her to work researching further. Tarkle heads out into the woods late at night, hoping to speak with the Emerald Witch, whom he meets he asks her name and she says that he what would he like to call her and chooses the name ellie he asks her to reveal more information about her intentions and doubts her methods ellie assures him or uh, that she only means to uh, restore the land and purge the greed and avarice from cormir he al- she also mentions that she that Tarkle will meet with one of her daughters on the trip into the city Heading into Arabelle, the party for the ball and the tournament, Dusk gives them a brief introduction to the city, and Azara and Agnes go shopping whilst Marcel explores a part of the city called Viridian's End. Agnes and Tarkle also reconnect and have a heart-to-heart, with Agnes expressing her upset that Tarkle didn't trust her with information about Twig the Sprite. Tarkle reveals his meeting with Ellie and assures Agnes she is the only one he trusts. Arriving at the Palace of Arabelle for dinner, the party meets a selection of nobles. A charming young man called Gawain uh, introduces himself to Agnes and makes quite the impression, much to Azara's horror. And finally, Lord Davian Cormoril enters with his guest, a young wood elf woman with dark hair and green eyes called Willowsong Shadowbriar. And that was where we ended last week, with the uh, announcer of the court, the palace of uh, of Arabell, the scepter, um, announcing Lord Davian Cormarel and his guest Willow Song Shadowbriar. Um, and I believe you'd all been sort of clustered around in that party mingling sense with a bunch of other characters, uh, nobles that you had been introduced to. Um, and so, my first question, as always, my dear players, is. What would you like to do does anybody yes well look look at that Hands straight up
4: um now that it is this week may i have my question answered
0: (laughs) you may what was your question again my question
4: was uh i i and i think i answered my own question because i went back and i watched just to make sure that it happened um when i brought the skull out and translated it and shared it with everyone Mm -hmm. i mentioned that the sylvan said that the shadow briar is mentioned and is said to be possessive of something what that Mm -hmm. something is we don't know but i think it's connected to the fae and the sylvan i just wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that that did happen and then i and then i confirmed that with myself and
0: you checked and the answer is you did i believe yes i did okay
4: yes okay there
0: you go uh Um, then
4: establishing that wide-eyed Azara will kind of like look at the rest of the group to see what their reactions are because that name sure. strikes fear into her strikes heart.
0: A, a tone a tone sure. uh, yeah what's everyone's reactions like what, what are people up to what, are, what is drawing your attention the most in this moment uh Tarkle's trying
2: to get agnes's attention he's like <clears throat> S- sister y- y- your hair looks nice and he like widens his eyes awkwardly And like looks at the emerald eyed woman, Willow Song. Yeah, so when you look over in her
0: direction, Tarkle, after being introduced, she comes in. um, You can see Lord Cormoral, Lord Davian Cormoral very traditional kind of Aragorn-looking fellow, dark beard, dark kind of like longish hair, very well kept in a pressed kind of like noble's tunic, um, trousers and a, a sword at his, his hip. Uh, and she is on his arm, like kind of like a guest would be, kind of like linked arms. But you can see that there is, it's not a particularly close or warm looking relationship. She kind of unhooks her arm as soon as it would be polite to do so um, and sort of just meekly stands beside him she doesn't have the same countenance as the mage that you encountered in the keep who was quite confident and aggressive uh this woman appears to be quite meek she kind of keeps her arms tucked close to her chest and is kind of looking down but also seems to be looking around the room and when she looks over towards all of you uh there is a kind of look of i guess for most of you it would it would look like a kind of a look of not surprise, but um happiness like a kind of uh, hopeful kind of like oh they're here kind of look um and especially when she looks in in Tarkle's direction um but yeah um Agnes do you respond as Tarkle tries to get your attention
1: so Agnes totally does but Anna only remembers saying if tell me my hair looks nice and I can't remember what condition that was
2: (laughs) for Uh, the life of me I believe well since I guess yeah, I should be able to tell you. Um, I think we remember. Yeah. We, we were the witch had told me that we, we I would meet one of her like allies here.
1: That's what it was. Yeah. If you see yes. the person that you think is like this witch's ally,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. Yep. Um, Marcel, any reaction from Marcel, or is Marcel not at all worried?
3: Um, Marcel's from the beginning probably found some kind of like vantage point just like a good spot in the room to like have like scan mode on Mm -hmm. so like at this point i'm assuming that this would just be like i'm taking note of this but i'm not necessarily alarmed
0: reacting to it so yeah Um, i guess that your vantage point in this sense this is like a large not quite a ballroom well maybe a ballroom but all the the it's been filled with a very long table like one very long table that kind of dominates the center of the room there are balconies all around sort of in an l shape uh, on the far side of the room that look out onto the city all the windows are open with big kind of curved drapes there are chandeliers above um but it's all been cleared out for this large dining table which is all set for dinner um there are a few kind of standing tables where drinks and snacks have been placed but probably for marcel it would be like the corner of the room kind of back to the wall keeping everything in view um and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you can easily kind of see everything from there um whereas the other characters are more in a kind of socially engaged distance uh where everyone's speaking um obviously you guys are in the middle of a conversation. So even though you kind of note this, what what's happening, um, some of the characters uh, around you continue conversing. Gawain, uh, it kind of shakes hands with a few of the figures around you, a couple of the merchants and things like that. Um, kind of just shaking their hand and making introductions. When you do hear a kind of like, <laughs> my favorite niece and nephew, and you feel these kind of uh, not quite burly arms, but you, you feel these arms kind of wrap around uh, your shoulders, Agnes and Tarkle, and a sandy, Sandy-haired, kind of bit of a beard, kind of coming through, uh, human fellow, uh, kind of kind of grab- grabs you, uh, and this is your uncle Bryn, Bryn Crown Silver, um, who is one of the original Crown Silver family members, um, and he's just like, well, I was hoping that I would
2: find you here. It's just a little stop by. How are we? You look, you look, Tarkle. You look like you've seen a ghost. Brandon, I feel like it's been so long since I've seen you. Uh, uh, that's that's why I look like this. Yes, definitely. Um, h- how's everything been? Uh, it's been
0: very well, my boy. Yes, yes. Well, not as not as well as you and your not a little. I'm not going to use the name. Don't worry, Agnes. I know that you prefer that one. Uh, uh, but it's been yes, no, it's been it's been good. Um, I didn't really. I'm only stopping by. I'm not going to be here for very long. Uh, my uh, Havilar would have caused. A bit of a scene she's not going to be very happy that I've not invited her to a ball so yes just wanted to stop by I, I normally have gifts for you but I suppose you're a bit old for those now um but still I wanted to congratulate you on on saving your little town a wonderful job
1: it's not it's not so little it's a town no, you're
0: right no it, a town sorry I, I'm i used to saying things like that but yes you're right you prosperous town uh, as it's Thank doing you. evening stars the name isn't it it is I,
1: Mark, what is our relationship with Uncle Bryn? Is he like a favorite decide. uncle?
0: Sure, I mean, he seems to think he is, but whether he is, that's up to you. Uh, you is can he, decide how it is.
1: I guess my question is what do we know about like about him and how he handles his nobility? Is he ah, someone who's like a court Atlas, player yeah. or is he Okay,
0: yeah. Now I'll give you the I'll give you the lowdown, and I think this would be poignant to Agnes because he maybe have been a character that maybe Agnes looked up to because of this, or maybe mm. this is just a character that you've been warned not to turn into. Um, Bryn Crown Silver was once in line for heir of kormir like he was in line for the throne of kormir he could have been king um, if things had gone a different way um and he ran off to become an adventurer along the sword coast uh he teamed up with a pair of tieflings and a dragonborn and went on some wacky adventures uh and when he came back to kind of fulfill his duties he realized that it wasn't for him and that he could do much better out in the world as a priest and as an adventurer than he ever could in Cormier. And he gave up, he rescinded his position as the head of the crown silver house. That is when your family were brought in to kind of bolster the numbers as kind of like, Oh, we found this ancient line of the crown silver family. Let's reintroduce them. This was obviously a while ago and things like that, but they kind of, you know, made it up for this guy basically saying, I don't want anything to do with the nobles anymore. I'm out. Um, but he still is quite famous. He's quite well known in Cormier as a a bit of a card and a bit of a kind of, oh, yeah, he was that guy that was nearly king and then gave it all up to go adventuring kind of thing. So
1: Agnes uh, is idle. 100%. Okay,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. If you want him to be like, and he would probably have definitely encouraged some of Agnes's views, I think.
1: Yeah, so um that's why she's like, "Well, it's it's not it's not like a little town." And she starts telling him about it. "Yeah, we uh, you know, we were mm-hmm. rebuilding the tavern and um, you know, for morale for for the people, we had a tournament. Oh, and Tarkal invented uh a, or not invented. He he started our our Stoling championship. Stoling. Uh, tell him about Stoling." She's like, "Tell him, tell him." <laughs>
2: yeah. I I, we, I I think we've played Stoling before, right? Bryn. I, I think you introduce it to me once. That's the
0: game from the Kingswood, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes,
2: yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, so the kids I love know. it, the town loves it, uh, and, you know, we're, we're pretty proud of our, of our accomplishments.
0: I'm, well, I'm very proud of you both. I think that you're doing a wonderful thing. I'm just stopping by for dinner. Now, you must introduce me. I can see that you have a, a lovely companion here, um, and he gestures towards the Zara. Please introduce me. Uh, he is an older fellow. This is not a kind of flirtatious introduce me. This is a friendly <laughs> uncle introduce me. Um,
4: uh, would would Azar would have heard of his adventuring tales? Probably. I
0: think I think you would have. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think yeah. that uh, there was definitely yeah. Bryn Crown Silver was kind of a name that even the war wizards would have spoken to because one of the one of the people that he was adventuring with was somehow connected to the god of magic and Asmodeus. and there was a whole oh. thing about it, and it was like a <laughs> whole chosen one kind of adventure thing it kind of got spread around you know there's like stories that like a marvel hero
4: almost like like it's no not that that quite
0: i think like if you were to compare it like um i'm trying to think of like a very like happy hogan to iron man right he was like a guy who was there but he's just a normal guy who's got no special powers he's just like yeah i I was there um that's the kind of guy he is um precious yeah um but yeah so Sure. Uncle he's Bryn, just like,
1: well. uh azara our uh our war with magister uh she's trying to think of like the the coolest way to say <laughs> what azara is that's like the least like nobility so she's like yeah she's just a really powerful wizard and um and over there's marcel he's uh he's like our um you know he just he sticks around to make sure it's like peacekeeping he's like a you no. know
0: i i know the type he reminds me of mehen and he kind of waves i knew a dragonborn like him uh let me guess doesn't speak much gets very angry about things very just generally quite a misery guts
1: it's like you know him
0: yes so and he just waves hello hello over there
1: <laughs> at marcel
0: yeah, Marcel. Uh, and then he'll turn back to Azara. And a pleasure to meet you, Magister. Uh, it's uh, I'm glad to know that my niece and nephew have such a competent uh, spellcaster with them. Uh, always a useful thing. Uh,
4: still. Azara will curtsy. It's like, oh, your flattery is very kind. I've heard quite many exploits of you and your adventuring group. I'm glad to see you in one piece. Many of the stories <laughs> I heard... Uh,
0: Yes, well, you can uh, you can certainly thank Havala for, for that. <laughs> she is probably the one who's responsible for me being in many pieces, but also saved me from being in many pieces. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to bore you with stories. I've got a little bit of business to do. Just wanted to say hello and make sure and just say how proud I am of you. We've all heard the stories of what happened with Evening Star, you defeating some bandit with, with magical powers and, and storming the keep by yourselves. It's, it's quite the story of building up your own little legend, I think.
4: talking
0: to me or her he's talking to all of you
4: oh. <laughs> <laughs> all of us
1: are like looking at each other <laughs> like, like, uh, uh. Uh, uh. I was starstruck i don't know yeah we. Yeah, did he's that.
0: just talking to him he's, he's just like i won't take up any more your time you should go mingle meet with the meet with your new peers and the people that can can present you with opportunities um oh i think here comes one of them now and i'm not going to get in his way and then he kind of pats you on the shoulders uh
2: gives you a wink and then he turns and heads off um, as he as he pats me on the shoulder can Tarkle <laughs> just look at him really quick and say uncle what i know we're older but yeah. that just means older g- gifts you know like you don't have to stop <laughs> bringing us stuff to,
1: i mean we're not too, ah, we're too not old too for. A, i understand. To, we wouldn't want to make you feel awkward you know well what how about this you like to do
0: i will come and find you after the dinner uh, tomorrow perhaps
2: before the tournament and i will give you adult gifts then that sounds great, I mean, thanks if you Uncle want to. oh yeah, yeah no, I, I, if you want yeah and don't don't make don't hassle yourself it's but it, you know you're still our uncle, yes. we don't want you to miss out on yes. that <laughs> you well, first of all, I'm only a human,
0: and you've got elven blood, so you're gonna be older than me soon, but still, <laughs> still let your uncle be your favorite uncle and get you some gifts, and then he just all gives
4: right you
0: a <laughs> and, he... I think uh, and he gets
4: watching off uhzar yep. is just gonna kind of like like the first really heartfelt like oh my god these are these are children like these are babies kind of smile like realizing like they still oh, want still gifts babies. from their uncle like this is so precious i don't think it'll just like warm her heart a little bit
0: yeah um i think like as you're kind of like watching all of this elissa's Il- just kind of been stood there and didn't really know what to say and just kind of looks like kind of tugs you on the shoulder at a Zara and it's just like was that did he call them kids <laughs> like completely like come on a <laughs> who was that man
4: <laughs> the czar will just kind of like laugh and shake her head a little bit and pat mm-hmm. uh Alyssa's hand
0: she just kind of shakes it um whilst you guys are doing this marcel <clears throat> a fellow you can see out of the group there's this big group of kind of attendees in this in this dinner um there's a, a dwarf looking fellow a halfling a tiefling lady uh, a couple of humans who look like they're wealthy or, or priests um a couple of them keep looking over at you like looking over their shoulder Uh, and kind of glancing back. And then a few minutes later, they'll look over their shoulder again just to make sure you're there. Um, And one fellow in particular, a dwarf-looking fellow, is kind of giving you a very sort of, like, inspecting eye. Uh... Anything else with him? No, no, no. That's it. He's just kind of, like, casting his eye over towards you.
3: I'm still just, like, scanning perimeter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Beep, 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 (laughs) threats detected. Actually, Uh, uh,
3: can I... I'd like the sword to detect evil and good just to get a better read Mm -hmm. on what's in here.
0: Mm -hmm. I thought you might. What's the range? Give me a range.
3: 30 feet.
0: 30 feet. And is it like an instant thing or can you concentrate on it for a while?
3: I can concentrate for 10 whole minutes. Holy heck. I might like do that and, you know, just peruse around.
0: Yeah. Let's have a look here. Aberration, Celestial Element, Fee Fane, Fay fiend or undead okay um the room is a bit bigger than 30 feet so you could start moving over towards the group of people or you can start making your way around the room and just kind of casting it around um, as you go
3: yeah nothing like sure threateningly no no you're just kind of but just walking through
0: walking around grabbing a canopy, grabbing a glass of you know wine or champagne or something No, i'm just like
3: walking around the perimeter death staring everyone like nothing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: I need your, your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Um, <laughs> no, but you make... you Okay, so you start making your way around. Just as Marcel is beginning to make his way around, you see uh, Lord Davian and his guest making their way towards this assembled group uh, that is kind of mingling together. Um, he kind of casts his eye over to you, this kind of aragorn this Lord Davian, uh, and he beelines towards Agnes and Tarko. Like, he is coming straight for you.
1: And he's the one that's with the emerald eyed woman Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm gonna kind of like try to nudge Azara and like just eyes toward that lady just indicating like keep your eye on that one
4: I will uh nod subtly and just keep very not as obvious as you know Marcel stalking people but subtly (laughs) keeping an eye on Miss Shadowbriar where is she in relation
0: to so she has stood just a few kind of steps behind lord davian um she's kind of looking at the floor kind of shuffling around people um you see the tiefling lady who seems to be some sort of jewel artisan or jewel you know guild mistress um kind of comes up and compliments her and she kind of nods her head and you kind of hear whispered kind of under her breath like oh thank you so much yes it's very kind of you i'm sorry i need to um keep close with lord davian and she kind of follows afterwards kind of making excuses as she goes um, Lord Davian comes directly for Agnes uh, and, and Tarko. Ah, you must be the Crown Silver children, yes?
1: And to whom do we have the pleasure of speaking?
0: Ah, uh, Lord Davian Cormoril uh, of uh, the Kingswood. <coughs> I... Lord Thank you. Uh, Baroness, I believe, um, Baroness Crown Silver. And you must be the new Baron Crown Silver. I must admit when we heard word of what was happening in evening star, I was preparing a troop to go and clear out these bandits. I was afraid that you would not be capable of dealing with them by yourselves, but i I was proven wrong. How did you manage to deal with uh, the armed force? I wonder there's a lot of stories. I would like to get the statement of fact.
1: I would love to hear what stories you have heard.
0: Of course. I mean, I don't, I don't tend to give much to tavern gossip. Uh, they say that, uh, well, they say that your brother, I believe, uh, Lord Baron Crown Silver, has the ability to uh, travel through shadows and ventured his way into the uh, keep and slew the perimeter guards that allowed you to sneak in undetected uh, where you battled some <coughs> bandit with magical powers who could command the very land to rise up and rend apart stone. Uh, you slew him in battle uh, before even your troops could arrive, I am told.
2: That seems about right, right, Agnes? Tarko, like puffs up his chest a little. He's like, that—that kind of sounds like an accurate account, doesn't it?
1: At times, tavern gossip may get it right.
2: Uh, I, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Agnes, it's not—he does not—he's not impressed. Reading his body language, he kind of puts on a like a <laughs> quite uh, as he smiles at Tarko. but you can tell that he's just like, oh, for goodness' sake! He's kind of like rolling his eyes. <clears throat> well, if that is all there is to it, um, clearly this individual uh, must have uh, not been as dangerous as we first thought. If you were just four of you were able to slay them,
1: have you? She just completely ignores that. She's like, I don't even. This whole like bleh, 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 noble, like <laughs> backbaiting me. She's just <laughs> ugh. so. She's like, you said you were going to send a troop. Are you near to Evening Star? Have you? sent troops there before
0: it's within my range of what my troops could arrive to my operations are mainly uh in the kingswood actually where i believe uh your baron your brother is uh originally from <laughs> uh but uh my my realm or my land is uh predominantly to the south um it's an old family land only recently regained after some indiscretions in the court were corrected corrected
1: and your associate here also from the Kingswood?
0: Ah, you were referring to Miss Willowsong. Do stand forward, please. I don't like it when you just loom behind me in the shadows. Um, and she's just like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, Lord Davian. And she kind of uh, moves forward, hang low. No, no, uh, Miss Willowsong is an associate I've met here in Arabelle. Uh, she is uh, a very accomplished uh, scholar.
1: Oh, a scholar. Uh, Azara, I'm sure you would have much to speak to Miss Willow Song about.
0: Yes, Willow Song was it Shadowbriar. Uh, yes, that's right, Lord Davian. And she looks in your direct direction, Agnes and Azara, uh, and then her eyes linger on Tarkal for a moment. Um, yes, I would be more than willing to talk to you if you are a fellow scholar. Uh, my realm of study is predominantly in the Feywild and uh, natural magics.
4: Zara like smiles sweetly and she's like as it happens I adore the Feywild and have spent many many nights studying up on such a magical beautiful place I'd love to speak with you about it oh. if you'd be oh. so kind to relieve yourself of of uh your guest's presence and oh, I can
0: kind of yes. <laughs> if if it's all right with uh Lord Cormorill of course um perhaps out on the balcony um uh uh, and she, you can see that she's looking for a way to try and invite Tarkle or Agnes, but she kind of just lingers on them and just looks in your direction, and just smiles and says, yes, perhaps the fresh air uh, would be quite nice. It is a little stuffy in here. Um, and you see Lord Davian just waves his hand, saying, like, do what you want, I don't care. Uh, uh, Marcel, as you are walking past this group, uh, you hear the voice from your weapon. It's uh, I'm not detecting anything... Uh, Brother, I, I, there doesn't appear to be any creatures here. I, I can't sense any elementals or fae or fiends or undead or, or any any of those types of creatures. Um, right.
3: Well, we'll we'll keep our eye out and continue to scan.
0: Yes, I'll, I'll keep it. I, I'm not. I, I can probably keep this up for another ten minutes or so. But uh, yeah, I, I none of these people here. They all appear to be what they say they are. I think. Oh,
3: very well. We'll keep our eyes
0: open. Sure. Well, I'll keep my eyes open. Yes, I will keep my sword senses open. I don't really know how I do what I do. It's very odd. I'm not sure either. Anyway, people are going to start thinking you're talking to yourself again. You should should move off to the corner.
3: Yes, I would hate to think that the people in this room might think something negative or strange of me.
0: As a load of people are just like, is that kind of muttering to himself? <laughs> he just kind of makes his way back over to the corner. Um, but yeah, you you move past, and yeah, you don't detect any of the the creatures listed in the spell. Um, but yeah, uh, Zara. So yeah, do you want to take uh, Miss Shadowbriar off to the side? Uh,
4: yeah, and I'll kind of as I, I'll I'll leave I'll hold an arm out for her as you know a gentlewoman would, uh, and pat Agnes on the shoulder as I go by, kind of like a stay vigilant type of path mm-hmm. uh and I'll walk out to the balcony with Miss Shadow. Sure.
0: Uh do you what do you want Alyssa to do? Alyssa will look at you like do you want me to come with you or do you want me to stay with them?
4: Um since Marcel's out here I'll kind of go like this.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. She'll um she'll she'll follow but kind of make she'll do it discreetly. She'll kind of yeah. just kind of wander in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So you guys start making your way over to the balcony. Tarkal, are you just staying in? Um, it looks like Lord Davian is gonna kind of stick around talking to Agnes for a bit. Do you want to stick around here, or do you want to? What do you want to do?
2: I think I'll uh, peruse over to Marcel just to like make eye contact and be like, "Everything good?" And uh, okay. since he's kind been of do on that scout. passing like, hmm? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like one of these, <laughs> and then he might nod yes, yeah, yeah. Some like, He'll some go like
4: this under his mask.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh perfect. Uh
0: okay. Uh we'll do a couple of things in round order. Um uh, Lord whilst you're talking to Lord Davian Agnes, uh Gawain returns uh and he brings you a drink. He brings you a glass of uh he's like I wasn't sure what you were drinking, so I just got the best wine that they have here. Uh you seem to not have a drink in your hand, my lady.
1: Azara didn't specifically tell me anything about Gawain, right? She didn't. Know. Okay. She just I did. Like, I looked... did. I said a message.
0: Did oh, you that's what right. did you Why? Say in that message, You just though? said be careful you... with this one. You said, said be said careful it. with him
4: i i said no i said don't trust him
0: you said oh, okay. don't trust him yeah but you just know details of what happened between the two of you
4: no but i did say i came from corrupt nobility
0: yeah i did said, mention
4: that okay. all right well
0: still he cover my bases i just not my bases he, doesn't know, my bases.
4: he, he doesn't, doesn't know that, that so but he... she does know that
0: yeah
1: sure. uh i wonder how how much Azara shrugs off and how I mean how much Agnes shrugs off and how much she thinks well she I don't know Zara but she I also don't know thinks... how
0: this would affect Agnes but this is a very charming handsome young man whether that affects Agnes is up to you
1: she definitely trusts Azara but she okay. also thinks Azara is like too wrapped up in nobility so if she had just been like be careful with this one Azara or Agnes would probably ignore it but since she said don't trust him
0: sure
1: agnes will take the wine but you know maybe do more gesturing with it than actually yeah, drinking it not
0: drinking it yeah sure yeah um yeah and uh gawain passes you the drink and he's just like ah i see you've had the misfortune of meeting lord davian here uh and this older lord davian is just like where are your manners boy you're not duke of Mars,ember just yet you can't speak to me that way it's just like gawain just kind of shrugs and is just like well we'll soon find out won't we lord day lord cormorill just uh how is your family doing in the royal courts right now oh that's right you're still uh still earning your earning your reputation back aren't you uh, and you see lord davian is furious at these words but he doesn't quite have the bite or the kind of retort back um and uh gawain just kind of shrugs and is just like i'm only say i'm only speaking the truth lord cormorill Uh, perhaps you should go and attend to some of the merchants here. Perhaps you can do some good work on your reputation rather than hassling these young, brave nobles who did your job for you. And he kind of makes like a face.
1: Why are you guys in this pissing contest? What's what's going on here?
0: Uh, Like Gawain shrugs and Lord Davin is just like, this upstart thinks that he is in some position to throw his weight around, seeing as his father is ill and he hopes to inherit a title of duke. Uh, I will not be bullied by such manners. I have been a lord long before this. Even before my family was <clears throat> had its unfortunate incidences, I conduct myself in a correct manner for a Cormerian noble. Uh, and Gawain just says, I just think he's a miserable old git who doesn't know how to get on with the n- new world. And he just kind of shrugs and folds his arms.
1: This is very unpleasant. This whole thing. I just I don't know either of you why are you unloading this on me? It seems very inappropriate.
0: My apologies. I just, uh, forgive me. I made the mistake of assuming that he was bothering you and I was trying to get rid of him by being rude. Perhaps that is my error. And Lord Davin is just like, I'm tired of this. And he begins walking away. Uh <laughs> He just leaves. He's he's not going to get into this. Agnes is like, uh, alright, bye. Uh, and yeah, Gawain just turns around and says like, yes, you're right. You're right, Agnes. I, I That was perhaps a little rude of me and not very pleasant, but I do find him very insufferable. Hm. He's Agnes just what... like,
1: she does that thing where someone says like, I do find him really insufferable and they're waiting for you to be like, oh yeah, totally. I understand. But she doesn't she's just like, huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just Gawain lets just keep talking. Yeah, Gawain and Gawain does keep talking. He does that thing of like he takes that ha huh as a you're agreeing with him, uh, and he's just like, yes, it's. There's a lot of them like that. You see, a lot of uh, <clears throat> old noble families who think that all they need to do is sit around and go to balls and drink wine and not do anything, and that's really the problem in this country at the moment. It's just not enough people trying to do things. Too many people sitting around and just getting fat and rich on everything
1: what kind of things would you have them do?
0: Uh, That's a bigger question. I think that one of the biggest problems... Look, I don't want to get into politics. I don't want to bore you. But if you are genuinely curious, there are some... I have some opinions about Cormier and what we should be doing.
1: Uh, Everything is politics.
0: Perhaps you're more politically inclined than I thought. I think that one of our biggest problems is land, quite honestly. Uh, Cormier is a large nation. We are packed into our cities. And the land we currently have is all owned by the crown. The merchants here, they have to buy it at an exorbitant rate from nobles who don't want to sell it because they don't want to lose power. If we had more land, then those merchants would be able to become lords of their own areas. They would be able to purchase land that is not historically belonging to the crown, something that I think this country needs.
1: If we had more land, what land would you you have us...
0: Yes. negotiating with the dale lands uh, i mean there's a bunch of land up near where the uh, the netherill cities fell that's completely unclaimed sembria is in disarray i mean they did attack us doesn't it seem a little bit uh, perhaps we should take some of their villages under our wing help lift them up a little bit after they attacked us they're ravaged by war lost out on uh, provisions and and uh supplies we could help them
1: It's strange to hear someone about to inherit a title speak against the ownership of the crown.
0: Ah, well, perhaps that's where we differ a little bit, my dear. I don't necessarily have a problem with the crown and the things, but I think that it has become short-sighted. It's become content with what we have. We, especially as a title holder, as a duke, isn't it my responsibility to make Cormier's future brighter, not just keep it the same?
1: Hmm. Another person I know talks about the future of Cormier. Azara, our magister, often speaks of of a brighter future. Have you met her?
0: I have. Now, Agnes, please. I, I'm sure that Azara has said something or perhaps prepared you and said that there was some unpleasantness between us. Uh, I do blame her in this. There was an unfortunate incident back in Marsemba. I there was some sort of plan a plot some nefarious wizarding types i was under the effect of some sort of spell uh, charmed to conduct some sort of nefarious plan i this was all approved it was all tested by the priests of marsember and the war wizards themselves uh but unfortunately it seems in this state this magically influenced state i i may have tried to kill her uh, please. Um, Azara has been a member of my family for a long time. She's served my father dutifully. I would never wish ill upon her, even if I do disagree with her politically. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. I've apologized. Uh, I've tried to send gifts, but I wasn't even aware of what I was doing.
1: Can I insight check this story? You that absolutely he...
0: can. You absolutely can. 100%. Uh, 13 13 i mean reading his body language you know he his breath he's looking downwards um he looks he looks very embarrassed and ashamed in admitting this but also that kind of i i had no control like he seems to genuinely be like there was nothing i could do i was i was acting against my will and he seems embarrassed but yeah he he seems to be truthful as far as you can tell
1: then agnes kind of uh You know, her shoulders relax a little bit. She takes a sip of the wine and she's like.
0: Thoroughly unpleasant business.
1: It sounds like it. And Mm. now she kind of motions to him to like take a turn about the room with her. Yeah, sure. uh, Yeah. He'll he'll go with her. Says, now now tell me more about uh, giving more land to the people. Mm, Yes.
0: And then the two of you kind of Mm -hmm. have this political discussion. And I think to kind of shorthand it, you guys don't fully agree on everything. Uh, you are very much a kind of like, there should be no nobles. Give everything yeah. <laughs> to the people. Mm. Uh, he is like, no, we need nobles because we need laws and we need government and people, the nobles are the ones who are educated and we need them to do these things. But there is a kind of consent of like, they should be doing more and we should have more land so that we can mm. give that to peasants and merchants and they can create their own, you know, republic kingdoms and things like that. Um, But he very advocates very much for, expanding Cormier's borders uh meanwhile uh yeah Tarkle, you make your way over to Marcel you guys you have a moment to discuss before anybody interrupts you if you would like or you can move on everything good Marcel yes just keeping
3: eyes and ears open but nothing of interest in particular just lots of hmm
2: Bad taste in your mouth? Mm,
3: bad taste in, in the
2: whole room, to be frank. I uh I couldn't agree more. I'll uh, I'll keep my eyes in your direction in case anything happens. We'll do. And then Tarko will just uh he's probably gonna make his way actually out to the balcony. He kind of just wanted to use this moment to like do like a, a line to Marcel and then whoop go out.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Okay, so you start doing that. Um, Azara, you make your way out into the balcony and the balcony looks out onto the very pretty Arabelle city. All the lights in the windows are now lit, candles and lanterns throughout the streets, um, creating a very picturesque uh, place. There's a light breeze um, and as you kind of step outside, you see uh, Lady Shadowbriar kind of like grabs her hair to stop it kind of whipping. It's very long, dark um, and she kind of pulls it tight uh, to her body. Uh, Yeah, Magister Azara, uh, I am... Uh, what did you wish to speak about? She kind of smiles.
1: You're muted, Mika.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Azara just gently smiles back and uh, says, well, I noticed, uh, pardon my forwardness, that you were quite uncomfortable with your guest there, and I thought, lady to lady, I could just save you from such a brash man as himself, and maybe we could talk, whether it be about wild about anything magic scholarly books you name it just give yourself a little break
0: I'm very I do appreciate it it's not that it's unpleasant he's a very cold man I'm I'm not with him or anything like that if that's what you're thinking it really is a matter of Scholarly pursuits. He's been asking a lot of questions about the Feywild recently. He's taken a sudden surge of interest in it, and the truth be told is, uh, I'm trying to keep an eye on him as well. I has Tarkal spoken with you?
4: You know Tarkal.
0: I I take it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not very good at playing these games, Magister. That's more. I, I'm uh, he's been speaking to my mother Uh, she is perhaps the one I think you may have had a rather unpleasant encounter with her um, in your keep
4: Mm. Azara just doesn't react really just lets her keep watching like keep talking yeah
0: she does pause she kind of looks waits for your reaction Um, and then when you don't say anything she's just like I'm I'm, like I said I'm I'm not very good at this sort of thing I think that uh, I need to say something before in case anything happens. I think Lord Davian is up to something and he doesn't have much. He doesn't like Tarkle or Agnes. He had his eyes on evening Star for a long time. I think he wanted to get it before it was bequeathed to them. uh, I've been asked to keep an eye on him by my mother.
4: And his interest in the Feywild. I,
0: I it's he's been asking about the different courts what sort of um territories they have uh their armies what sort of uh, culture they have but um that sort of thing magic what, what what kind of magic they can conjure that sort of thing
4: um does does this seem this sort of thing seem a little familiar to Azara the, the Bay Wild entrance i
0: mean i mean you i mean yeah if you think yeah. if you think it seems yeah, I, familiar then then azara would think it's familiar yeah yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. um sure. i think can i just in casey's can i roll insight or is this just going to be a it's how you, you can roll insight okay.
0: no you can roll insight okay. yeah sure absolutely of course you can roll insight
4: yeah, Never say no. can... Uh, dirty 20. dirty 20.
0: yeah um i think it's hard to say if she is putting on an act it's a very good act you know okay. it's kind of one of those things where yeah like she, she seems almost too innocent or like too good to be like lying at this but at the same time if it is an act it, it's like i said it's a very good act it, it, you're not 100 percent sure either way
4: okay um is there like a bench on, I'm kind of imagining one of those like Disney balconies where sure. it looks out there's a bench. Hey, I'll yeah, kind yeah. of lead her over to a bench and sit her down. That's exactly
1: <laughs> what I was picturing. <laughs> I'm so
4: glad. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'll ask, so about your mother. Now, mind you, we did have a very unpleasant encounter with her as, as you've mentioned. I know. Um, and left behind was word uh, on, on, a, on an artifact that did speak about you. Shadowbriar, so uh, forgive me for not being um
0: that is my um that it's a it's a a nickname uh, for the family i suppose uh, it, sometimes people would call to my mother they would um, try and summon her through this ritual um, and the name was Shadowbriar she has other names, but that was one of the names used to conjure her mm. um, It's not my name. It's I'm it's difficult to explain. I'm both mortal, but also not. um, It's confusing. Um, She is a powerful being, but and you know this, Majesty, you, you understand magic that the Fae are not always they do not always have the same morality as as we can. They they see a problem. They are like a gardener. And if they see a weed amongst a rose bush, sometimes they think it better to simply take out the rose bush and replant something new. I do my best to try and guide her away from the more um, severe resolutions that she has. But it is difficult. We are talking about a very old, powerful being. Mm. Um, it is difficult to make her understand sometimes that methods such as recruiting. That man that you fought—he was dangerous and violent. Such people are not the best ways to get things done.
4: What's this? Sorry, my brain is. What's her name again?
0: Her name is. Well, she was introduced as Willow Song Shadowbriar. That's Stone. what she was intru- introduced. Um,
4: as. hearing this, that that one little monologue will like completely turn Azara's view of everything happening upside mm-hmm. down because that. Super resonates with her whole vibe, so she'll mm-hmm. kind of pick, pick up her Willow song. You said, mm-hmm. "God, my brain is just scrambled." She'll pick up Willow song's hands and kind of hold them and say, "I know you are here for Baron Crown Silver, and what do you say?" I understand, and Thank I you. think that someone with such power needs multiple views and if if this is your true intention mind you if it is not i will not hesitate to kill you and everyone related to you on the spot but if this is your true intention terrified (laughs) i i wish i wish to help i i understand this garden your mother speaks of and i understand uh the hmm?
0: And I was going to say, yeah. Tarkal, you arrive at the line of "I understand this garden." Your mother speaks of that's where Tarkal kind of comes in onto the balcony from behind.
4: Um, and I, I and I understand the roses that need pruning, um, and I I don't wish to see a decimation of a garden because gardens are beautiful and gardens are complicated. Yes. And I and I, I I understand the mortal view of this, and I think that. As rash and young and possibly naive as Baron Crownsilver may be, he does have good heart and understands what could possibly be good for Crown Silver, or for the Crown Silver name and for Cormier as a whole. And I, maybe, maybe an alliance with the Fae is what we need, not fighting the Fae.
0: My mother has watched over Tarkle for some time. He was born in the woods, and that's something of her domain. Um, and yes, I, I agree, and I'm I'm so glad to hear it. I was so worried after her misguided attack, uh the misguided work with that man, that Gaius. Oh. I, I was worried that we had lost the potential to ally with Azara
4: and... stops her? <laughs> yep. So I was right. And she just kind of like she kind of disassociates there for a minute.
0: Mm hmm. Sure. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> you see Willow Song is like, oh, uh, Tarkle. And she kind of notices that Tarkle has kind of entered. Just like.
4: Azara whips uh, around and says, go find your sister. She's in danger. What? Go find your sister. And if she is near Gaius, free her from him. She is in danger.
2: Oh, oh okay. Uh, I guess Tarkle will just head inside. Uh, and you see for... Willow songs like
0: and then like uh, <laughs> as you are sent. I'll, uh, I'll immediately turn back off. to her
4: and say, I promise you, he will come back, and we can all have this conversation again. I just, I, I okay. can't, I, I can't have Gaius near Agnes, and just is like like watching towards uh, the door, hoping that they come back soon.
0: Okay, yeah, she does seem like like a little bit confused as you go to the door, but as you kind of go off, and she she kind of looks confused at you, um, and then you hear from the entrance to this dining room, you hear another. Bah, 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 bah kind of announcement uh, and the speaker arrives uh, dressed in finery ladies and gentlemen uh, please take your seats at the table Her Grace Duchess Celeste Marlier of Arabelle and Lady Zorova Summerstar Lord Marshal of the Purple Dragon Knights Uh, and enters uh, an elderly looking woman maybe in sort of her 60s hair greying but with a couple of streaks of blonde still in it big elegant gown with a big sort of back kind of uh, collar piece um, enters with a human woman, an older human woman who appears to have the kind of knightly appearance, um, short, buzzed kind of grey hair, uh, kind of stand stands next to her and the two of them make their way in and you see like a flurry of courtiers, all of the other kind of nobles and merchants immediately kind of rush to kind of greet her and like, oh, your grace, and kind of offering supplications and things like that. Um, and as, as other people also begin to converge on the dining table to pick seats of where they will sit and whom they will sit with um and Tarkle, as this is happening you see between you and your sister is the duchess kind of making her grand arrival on the other side of the room walking around it is uh, agnes and gawain who appear to be having a wonderful conversation i think at this point probably sort of like deep in uh, political political discussion and debate and um, i would imagine
1: if everyone's being called to be seated there's Mm -hmm. probably a like oh let's sit down and they're probably we should we should sit together continue our
0: conversation yes 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 and it's kind of like a both being guided over to sit down and things like that uh marcel what are you what are you gonna do
3: uh so what what am i seeing that's like of like alert because there's this whole um charcoal running in thing has that happened yet
0: Yeah, so you see Tarkle kind of turn around from your vantage point where you can see the whole room. You see Agnes and this Gawain chap and they're making their way round. And then you see the Duchess has just been announced. They're now entering and everybody's kind of gathered around, creating a small crowd in the middle of the room. Tarkle is on the other side of that to Agnes, having gone to the balcony, now he's returning looking Mm. very sort of alarmed, like he's looking around and, oh, I've got to find Agnes. Um... And you know that start... that's where Azara and this <clears throat> Shadowbriar lady went.
3: I'm going to start making my way over there. Okay. Seems like something is afoot.
0: Yeah. So, Taco, you see Marcel making his way over to you as like this big crowd is now between you and your sister, who is now walking to sit down next to this uh, fellow at the table. Uh... And this
1: this person that I'm talking to is Gawain, Right.
0: Right so uh yeah marcel and Tarkle, you see yeah there's this big kerfuffle in the middle as everyone's sort kind of yeah you see like everybody is just like oh your grace yes we're, we're, and kind of trying to talk to her about a million things she's brushing people off like yes i will talk to you about this later man, uh, merchant blah, blah, blah. yes 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 yes. i understand yes we'll talk about this over dinner blah 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 um and she's making her way she's going to be sat at one head of the table and then the lord marshal who is a lady called lady Sorova Summerstar, will be sat at the other head of the table and then everybody else is going to be sat on either side of this long table um and people are desperately making their way to try and grab seats near
2: the duchess or near the lord marshal um so I guess if Marcel is near me now, um, mm-hmm. Tarko would just be like, I, I, I don't really know what's going on. Azara said that that Agnes is in danger. We have to we have to get to her. We have to at least sit across from her. Can we like try to like instead of trying to go all the way around the table to get mm-hmm. behind her, can we try to just like make sure we sit across from her? Sit
0: from across. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So what I would like you to do, if you want to try and do that, roll initiative for me.
2: And, uh, oh. Because okay. this is going to
0: represent your like speed of like okay, how quickly can you sit down?
2: Um, uh, that is okay. Fifteen plus four. Nineteen.
0: Yeah. Without a doubt, you managed to snag you and Marcel, you snag the two seats directly opposite where Agnes and Gawain are now sat down, um or are sitting down. Um Azara, you and you can hear the kind of like people being called to dinner, and as you get up, you can see uh Tarkle and Marcel are rushing to sit opposite to um, Agnes and Gawain, who are taking their seats at the dining table as well.
4: Um how far does how far away are they from me?
0: Uh, I would say this room is, is quite large. It's probably about a hundred feet across, but you're kind of the midway point. So yeah, about 50 feet.
4: Um, whoever's on the outside, either Marcel or, uh, Tarkal, I will Mm -hmm. send a message and I'll just say, try and block a seat. Uh, we're on our way just so we can sit directly across as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll turn to willow song and i'll say we will continue this conversation uh after dinner i oh, i yes. promise you we will bring the baron with us just d- don't disappear and she kind of rushes off to okay. <laughs> sit yeah with and you rush dinner.
0: off i would like Is you to anyone, roll initiative for me as well mika go on Marcel.
3: Anyone, uh, sat in the two seats next to me yet or are those still free
0: um make an initiative check let's see let's see if uh, my
3: initiative was 17
0: 17 okay so i'd say that yeah right now uh both are free so you currently have two seats free next to you so you could call somebody over to sit next to you um or you can let some random sit down
3: um i'm i'm going to like try and go through with that message and just basically put my leg (laughs) under the seat next to me just like to block it so if someone like takes it it just won't move
0: <laughs> okay so it's like locked in place mm-hmm. sure it's um taken. the the dwarven fellow who is looking at you from before comes up and he's just like oh is this seat he's like <laughs> taking it um as azara kind of rushes in uh to try and grab it uh on the other side um agnes yeah it's very strange you just see Tarkle kind of like fly across the room grab a chair and sit down dead opposite you
1: she thinks like <sighs> Doesn't he know that at a place like this, you shouldn't sit next to your family. You should mingle. <laughs> it's so clingy.
2: Miss, how much of your wine have you, have you drinking? Do I see her glass? How empty is your glass?
1: How far, how far across is the table? Like, Is
0: it a giant table? It's not like a giant table, but it's a, it's a big feasting table. You know, this is a
2: medieval kind of palace. So I couldn't table. just so
1: reach out and hand him my wine, right? Like he couldn't snatch it. No. Yeah.
2: Okay. But I probably it's, wouldn't even, I don't know, I'd probably just be staring at her, like, and, like, looking around, just, like, trying to sure. figure out what Agnes, like, what, what well, I mean, not Agnes, what Azara was saying, was why is about, she in yeah.
0: danger? Gawain will just kind of be like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody move quite so fast to sit down to somebody who wasn't uh, a duchess or something important. You must be very devoted to your sister. Like, Yes, so- I, I,
2: yes, I am. Okay. No, go ahead, Marshall, go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, so like Agnes is sitting with this guy talking and then the other three of us are dead across, like making so, really yeah. intense <laughs> contact. The
0: way that I see it, you've got this huge long table. The two super important people are at either end. Most people are trying to sit next to them. Agnes and Gawain are sat in the middle um, of this big long table and then you've got Azara, <laughs> Tarko, uh, sorry, Tarko, Marcel, Azara like that. And all um, of them
1: just went <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah they just like <laughs> slam down i think mm-hmm. willow song will move to sit next to tarko on the opposite side um and then people begin filling in the spaces um next to you uh, on your other side uh agnes um is um a kind of priestly looking sister but she's very pretty um very curvaceous but she's got these big golden curls beautiful flawless makeup and you can see that on her robe she's wearing um the emblem of suni the goddess of beauty who's one of the forgotten realms goddesses um and she sits down um you can see that she's got like a very kind of uh elegant kind of silk chiffonny kind of like dress with mixed in with these kind of priestess robes um and she just nods very softly to you as she sits down um next to so you've got, I'm trying to think of the order here. So we've kind of got like Willowsong, Tarkle, Marcel. Marcel blanked the seat next to him. Sorry. So it, Azara. So it'd be, yeah. Willowsong, Tarkle, Marcel, Azara. So next to Azara, we would have... At this point also,
1: Agnes is like, oh shoot, where's Aaron? Oh yeah, where
3: is Aaron?
0: So, well, the, oh, actually, no, of course. Of course, who else would sit next to Azara? Elissa sits next to Azara. She would have, of like, course. followed immediately from it and he's just, like, sits down. Um, Aaron isn't allowed to sit at the table because Aaron is a page. Uh, he is not here as a guest. He is here to do a job. He is sat. He's basically stood at the back of the room with the other pages, and he just keeps looking around really awkwardly, and he's, like, making, like, lines at you, like, I'm thirsty.
2: <laughs> like, I, I want a drink. Shh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he like goes back to holding your little flag with the symbol of evening star on it and he's like kind of like shuffles around uh awkwardly um but yeah uh yeah you guys are uh, sat down and um <clears throat> as everyone takes their seats uh there's kind of that general murmur of chatting and then the duchess uh celeste Molier herself kind of stands up raises a glass ting 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 ting, ting um holds it up well I'm sorry for my slightly late arrival. There are several matters going on in the city today, but I'm glad to be here. And I would like to welcome our guests of honor, uh, Baron and Baroness Crown Silver, Magister Azara, and the Minister of Arms Marcel, the new custodians of Evening Star, a town that sits not far from our own gates. She raises a glass, uh, Baron and Baroness, Magister, Minister, I wish to congratulate you not only on your victory against these bandits that had taken over the area in the interim between Lord Evenhands and your rulership, but also on the great word that I hear coming from your citizens. They adore you, it seems, for not only your heroics, but your kind hearts and warm spirits. So I, as Duchess of Arabelle, as the one to whom you can come to for aid, for assistance. I wish to formally welcome you and formally congratulate you with a grand dinner and tournament in your honor. And she raises a glass and you hear a lot of like, here, here, yes, kind of murmurings from around the table as everyone raises a glass um, in in a toast.
1: Um, Is it appropriate to be, to like say something or just to like humbly kind of like bow and accept the toast?
0: I mean, do you think that Agnes would wait uh do you think that she would be too worried if it was proper or do you think she would just be like no i'm gonna say something
1: i think that if it was expected that she say something Mm -hmm. then she would never turn down the chance to like say something to everyone Mm -hmm. but if it's not if it's just like they said all those things i don't think she'd like make a scene because in her mind If the way they're governing evening star is being seen as successful by all of these nobles, then it's all part of her master plan to like gain respect as a noble and force other people to try to imitate their Mm -hmm. style of ruling, which is to give everything to the people.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you get the sense that there is a pause. There's like a moment where sort of everyone cheers. Um, the Duchess sits back down. Um, but then there is like an almost like a, she looks in your direction as if to as if waiting to hear you say something. You almost get the impression that she's expecting you to jump in and say something.
1: Hmm. Then uh, Agnes will kind of clear her throat and stand and say, to the Duchess of Arabelle, to all of our new friends and old friends, And those who might not wish us well we thank you not on our own behalf but on behalf of all of those that we serve may the people be forever first and foremost and may we live only to serve and she like a glimmer is in her eye because she knows she's asking people to say here here to live only to serve
0: i think that uh so you say this and there is this moment of silence uh the duchess doesn't say here here but she raises her glass um and a lot of people turn immediately to the duchess like okay we're gonna follow in whatever kind of she does and she holds your gaze for a moment as she kind of holds the glass up and she says to your prosperous and prolonged rulership baroness and she raises the glass. And then everybody says like, oh, yes, here, 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 here. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, and and you see that she she's looking at you with that uh, very coy smile um, as she sits down. <clears throat> and then after you kind of, you have your moment, she'll turn and say, well, I think it's only right that we also hear from Baron Crown Silver. I'm assuming that you do not speak for your town alone, Baroness. I would very much like to hear from our, our newest noble, um, a man who I believe has, has come from Uh, The people themselves.
2: Tarkle is so nervous right now. He didn't actually (laughs) understand that this was it for like, he thought this was just something that was happening and that we got invited because we were a nobility. Not that this was for the crown silvers and the people of evening star. So he's really caught off guard. He's like, I I, I didn't uh, expect to have to, I didn't expect to have to speak. I didn't know all of this was for (laughs) us. Oh, well, you don't have to speak, my dear Baron, but
0: if you wish to say something, I, now is your time.
1: Uh, I give him an encouraging look.
2: Zarco's um, like, uh, to the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Jesus uh, is so proud. <laughs> he there just is... quickly sits back down. He doesn't, he doesn't stay standing. There's a couple of like... <clears throat> Get yeah, here! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Agnes is the only one who says here, here. Um, I think maybe no, actually no, that's not true. Um, the 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 little rock gnome fellow and another human guy um, who's a bit older, they both kind of go like yes, here, here to the people. Yeah, it's very good. You get the impression that they are not nobles. <laughs> that's what they're saying here, here. Um, but yeah, they kind of are like raise up. A couple of the priests do as well. Um, there's there's a smattering of things, but you definitely notice that people like Gawain and Lord Davian and the Duchess are kind of like meh. Well, I'm not going to say that, but sure. Nice. Um, <laughs> and they kind of smile and nod.
1: With Agnes's observant trait, yes. she can read lips. I where- so ah, interesting. I, I want her to kind of cast a glance over at the Duchess to see if the Duchess says anything to like the people sitting next to her after that whole thing. Um,
0: I think, I mean, she would. I think that you, you she leans over to uh, who would be next to her. Um, it would be Lord Davian is next to her um and you you do see her say something along the lines of like <clears throat> uh, I think that the young man better get some practice in public speaking and there 's kind of like a ma ah, yes, very good, your Grace is so kind of not nothing too kind of scalding, but just a mm. kind of like a mm, yes, that one needs a bit of work uh sort of thing um but I, she, just can't I think she would with
1: that, so <laughs> I think she would
0: add on i think she would add on uh the young baroness, however, as expected as expected um <laughs> dinner is lavish There is many, many courses over which uh, if you want to have any conversations, you may. Um, But such foods, I will just, I I researched a bunch of foods. Uh, So there are a variety of vegetarian dishes. There are things like stuffed cabbage with cheese and callish spices. There is uh, fresh meats, uh, roast chicken. There's some steamed green spears, which are kind of like an elven asparagus in Forgotten Realms. Uh, Pan-fried mushrooms in a wild forest sauce. Uh, Vegetable quiche, uh, some roast chickens. Uh some freshly baked salmon, glazed salmons. Um, all sorts of things for your uh feasting needs. Hey,
1: uh, uh um Sherlock Hume. Is is, is there yeah, is there stew? for
0: stew. Is, is there stew? <laughs> there can be a stew. Do <laughs> you have a stew? Yeah, that's like a, that's a call back to D Live I mean, Live twenty twenty <laughs> There is I will say officially, there is a stew. Uh there you go.
3: <laughs> me waiting for the waiter to finish listing off the special so i can order chicken tendies yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would like the chicken tendies please uh with uh, the
4: honey mustard dip uh mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> perfect amazing yes there are there are indeed uh chicken 10 days uh, uh, yeah, that are brought out that's a forgotten realms joke which is really that, sad that was that. no
1: that was a good one man yeah. i give you uh, 10 points 10 points
0: Just like the 10 that's days. A point Do we see Marcel remove the mask at any point?
3: Oh, oh no! Marcel doesn't actually eat.
0: No, he just doesn't eat a thing. You don't drink. You don't eat. It would be. It's it's all it's all, no. (laughs) I think there's this ongoing like horrible like there's this ongoing mini narrative. Whereas as as the dinner is going on and people are eating, the waiters are constantly like bringing food to Marcel. They put it down, sir, and then they go off, and then they like they return. They look at the food, sir was this not to your liking i'm fine thank you very good sir and they bring it and then they bring the next dish because they have to because it's all built for like there's a dish for everybody like perhaps sir would like this one
3: you can stop
0: doing that perhaps sir would prefer the desserts and then they take (laughs) it away and then when the desserts come they bring the desserts out
3: he considers the desserts
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is a there is a freshly baked berry pie with shaved ice and fruit sauce. Making uh, me
1: hungry, Mark.
0: <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Just googling fantasy mm-hmm. food, and I'm like, yep, I need that. Yep, I need mm-hmm. that. Put mm-hmm. that in. Um, but yeah, okay. So we don't see. So okay. So Marcel just stoically, no food or anything else. Um, everybody else does. Those... He'll
3: he'll have a bite of pie, but it's like.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) perfect um there are a few suspicious glances cast your way um as you do so um azara elissa constantly like throughout the meal because there's all these different forks and spoons and she'll just be like majesty which fork is it like she'll be like which one is it for this dish uh and then sort of like wave her hand over a bunch until you tell her like that one and then she's like "Mm, yes and then she just continues to eat i uh, think that
4: as the dinner goes on before she even asks cesaro will like really subtly like put her hand over the one next so alyssa can see it so she, and just kind of go she with picks the flow up on it. yeah she yeah.
0: picks up on it yeah for sure um <clears throat> whilst you guys are having dinner uh, conversation continues uh gawain uh who is next to agnes uh will continue and say well agnes i'm aware of uh, all the things that you've been talking about we've we've been having some polite conversations about politics but Tarko, what about yourself? Uh, Agnes, do you share Agnes's views on what Cormier should be doing?
2: I don't think I've been in this position long enough to state what Cormier should be doing, but I do think there's a lot of things we shouldn't be doing.
0: Mm, no. We currently are. Oh, please, I'd like to hear them. I think it's healthy to have these sort of discussions.
2: Uh, I don't think it's the time or place to go into detail i just think that there is something wrong with how nobility conducts itself with resource
0: mm, a bold claim especially one to be making at this table mill man you are certainly a courageous one i give you that i think you and your sister share that in common but seem to be very bold speak your minds i have, can see why magister azara would be assigned
2: to work with you and when she, when he says that his eyes like widen and he looks at his Azar- Tarko looks at Azara like, wait, what why is Agnes in danger? Like what what happened? And then I think he'll just be like, wait, is Agnes still in danger? What happened?
4: Azara will put a hand on his arm, like not now.
2: hmm
4: And, and Isn't
2: Tar- isn't Marcel between us? Oh, yeah. Oh, all the way over the, over the tree. Tree. Uh
0: yeah.
4: then you
2: just, just, just lean over Marcel. Negate
4: that. Uh Azara will kind of give him a look that very clearly says. <laughs> Not now, and
2: uh, we'll so she's not again. in danger. So she's not in danger right now. Are you saying that out loud? Are you saying yeah, that out I loud? am. Like, like a whisper Why over would she... Marcel.
0: <laughs> Why would she be in danger?
2: I, I, I don't know. There's apparently
0: Azara. I know that we have had our differences, but I would not <laughs> wish any so harm annoying. on on. <laughs>
4: uh, Azara will just kind of continue to eat whatever's in front of her and mm-hmm. just ignore this entire situation and hope that Tarko picks up on the fact that she's not engaging <laughs> because Gawain is across sure. the table.
2: <laughs> he Wait, looks did you, very did, you, did you send me on a fool's errand, Azar? Was, was Agnes never in danger?
4: Uh, Azar will just kind of turn and look at him. And turn back to her side.
3: <laughs> you can't see his mouth, but you can see Marcel's kind of like, <laughs> like bobbing good a Lord, little bit. Like like, good he's Lord. Like laughing to himself. Uh, and then
4: <laughs> very subtly <laughs> trying to reach over uh, Marcel under the table. Zara will swiftly kick Tarcoal in the shins. <laughs>
0: Okay. Over Marcel, you kind of have to do that.
2: Like, <laughs>
0: like
2: I think she's stretch. gonna she's gonna
4: she's gonna drop her napkin
0: and
2: uh-huh. oh, lean okay. down
4: to pick it up to cover the fact that she's like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up,
2: my dude." Marco <laughs> like stands up, like straight up. This is <sighs> this is twice now that you have disrespected me. We should have common respect for each other. Am I not in a position of nobility? I What have I done to disrespect you? You sent me running. I ran.
4: Is this happening at the dinner table?
2: Yes. I think I think I think Tarkle's like like he's woodsman. Freak it out. Yeah.
4: Uh, Azara is out. going to stand up and gently place her napkin on the table and take Tarkle by the arm and say, uh, "Good sir, would you mind joining me on the balcony?"
2: Good sir, good sir. Yes, I'll limp my way over to the balcony. Yes.
4: <laughs> I didn't hit you hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I while this is going on you see uh davian the duchess uh and pretty much everyone that like the duchess is watching this very carefully like you see that this whole exchange she has been watching um agnes you get the impression kind of like because you can do it that you can read lips you think that the duchess probably can as well like she's watching mm. very carefully what's being said and just sort of doesn't interrupt but just lets it happen and then once azara and tarko begin moving away she makes like a, an offhand comment like ah has anyone seen that recent play in the quarters uh, the one about uh blah, blah, blah." you know she mentions like uh, mistara and elminster and they're like oh yes my magic yes your grace yes and they like she kind of gets the conversation started again to detract from this thing that's going on um, if i
1: if i see her do that and i mm-hmm. interpret it correctly as like she's trying to help take attention away from this situation if i can catch her eye i'll just give her a little nod of a like thank you I you get that. a
0: nod back you get a kind of
3: back. is anyone nearby like still kind of looking suspiciously
0: yes there are a few people looking uh in your direction and i'm glad you asked because yeah you've been keeping an eye on to notice this so the dwarf fellow um has who's been very interested in you and now sees that Tarkle's left his seat um looks like he wants to come and sit next to you like he's making his way to come and sit next to you uh also you see uh lord davian is watching uh and willow like he's looking at them very like he's really intently staring in in their direction um and then he seems to kind of look down look at the door look towards uh willow and taco ag- again and then sort of like nods his head a few times um that's it. like
3: looked if i catch davian's eye like looking around i'll just be like
0: whoa wizards <laughs> quite uh, and he just kind of looks in your direction. Um, the dwarf fellow makes his way over and sits next to you. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, lad. I, I didn't want to disturb you too much, but I must say uh, I couldn't help but notice your fine weapon that you've got uh, in on your side. Um, I'm a bit of am a weaponsmith myself. I've never seen anything like it. Is there a particular tale behind the blade? There is. A tale that you'd be willing to share? I'm going to assume no by your stoic nature. Can I see it? Can I can I examine the blade?
3: Yeah, I'll like take it out and flip it hilt toward him sure. and just give him a hold.
0: Yeah, sure. He kind of holds it for a moment. He's just like, oh, excellent, excellent craftsmanship. Very well, very well balanced. Oh, fine, fine piece of work. I just, I'm a, I'm a fan of weapons myself, and he offers it back to you. Just, just wanted to cast my eye on it. Honestly, uh, a very fine thing indeed.
3: Yes, me and this sword have been through quite a lot together.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, any warrior and his weapon, is a, it's a bond that uh, is, uh, others can't know. Uh, uh, well, I hope you, oh, would, you don't hope know you the half of it. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, someone who reaches the position of Minister of Arms, I'm sure you have quite a few tales. Still, I won't bother you anymore, sir. I just, uh, I couldn't help myself. Uh, and he'll kind of scurry his way back to his end of the table. Meanwhile, Azara and Tarkle, you get out onto the balcony.
4: Azara gets out on the balcony and very uncharacteristically quiet, just kind of stares out into the night Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and is like, Tarkle, you can choose not to trust me. You can choose not to listen to me. You can choose to believe that every piece of advice I give to you is disrespecting you. You can choose to believe that me wanting you not to belay our plans to the man I was suspicious of in front of the man I am suspicious of is disrespecting you. However, the last noble I love and served is on his deathbed and is dying, and I'm going to lose him, and I'm going to lose him to the monster your sister sits next to. I, am, I have begun to care for you and your sister, and I'm not going to lose more nobles. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care if you look at me and you see some wizard who's out for power and blood. All I want is for the people like you and your sister have proclaimed you love to seek glory and, and, and welcome and love and find peace. But all you look at me and see is, is someone who only wants magic and power, and that's fine don't listen to me, don't trust me, but we can't make a scene at dinner like this. You know that this is a dinner for you, for us, for Cormier, for your people, for, for Evening Star. And if, if, if these words are falling on deaf ears, if it doesn't matter, that's fine. I just, I couldn't sit there and watch the opportunities that you have crumble because of a misunderstanding. So if you would like to go back in, I will excuse myself from dinner. Just keep an eye on your sister. And she has not turned around the whole time.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think Tarko just was kind of standing there. I'm like, if I thought all you were was a magic hungry animal, I wouldn't have listened to your word and ran inside. For and my she, sister,
4: she she stops him and turns around and she goes. Then why do you treat me like this? Why do you treat me as such? Why don't you trust me?
2: I do trust you. I don't understand. You gave me no information. I, all I did was ask: Is she still in danger? All but you had to say was no. In front of
4: him. In front of him.
2: But I had no idea what the danger was. There are dozens of nobles in there. There are dozens of people that could harm my my sister, a sister that I've only recently grown close to. So yes, I acted rash, but. Zara, if you're going to warn someone of something, there has to be some sort of information. Can't you just like throw stuff into my brain? And you,
4: we have to all learn how to calm ourselves in a proper place. You could have pulled me aside and had this conversation without blowing up at the table.
2: I mean, truthfully, that man has good ears. I was leaning over Marcel and, and just trying to ask if she's in danger. But I, if you could have just said no, there's, there's too much blame. There's, there's no reason to, to point blame. The only thing I would ask is that we have different positions, two different positions that have to come together for the good of the people of Evening Star.
4: Nobody's disputing that. I'm the one who said it.
2: And why do you think it okay to tell me I have to come to a ball, to kick me under a table at a ball that I do not want to be at while I'm watching meals and meals go by of wasted food? And do you not understand that there has to be some sort of level of mutual respect for our different positions i respect your cunning with magic and not because i think you're hungry for it but because i know that is what you have mastered and i'm in a position that yes while i have not mastered it i think i will fail if my own people around me are not giving me the respect that a baron deserves that is all i'm asking is for mutual respect of our positions
0: while you guys are having this conversation you hear from the other room just not to interrupt but you hear from the other room uh, the duchess seems to pause for a moment and then stands up i'm terribly sorry everyone something has come up Uh, my war wizard has alerted me that uh, my presence is needed please do continue enjoying the dinner enjoy it Uh, i will see you for the tournament tomorrow i wish you all uh, a good evening Um, and she makes her way off uh the lord marshal goes with her you see and this is kind of what more interrupts azara and Tarkle. lord davian is like your grace please you can't you have brought us all here you invited us for this dinner and he's getting up and following after them like calling after like your grace i wanted to speak with you and like he's chasing after them as they are making their way out of the room um and that's kind of what interrupts the conversation as you hear this kind of hubbub um, as she is like, well, follow, talk with me as I walk, Lord Davy," And then they begin making their way out. Um,
4: um, before my shoulder. Azara will excuse herself, she says, Lord Crown Silver, I do respect you, and I respect your position, and I respected you enough to not suspic- suspect you of any suspicion hearing from our lovely green-eyed guests that you have been speaking with this witch and I had no knowledge of this. I respect you and your position and I respect you and your wishes and your thoughts just because somebody isn't on one knee in front of you saying that everything that you believe they believe too does not mean they don't respect you. However, I think that you need to take into consideration a little bit more of what respect means on a universal level. I want to work with you. I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited to, like I said, be for the people, as I believe, and you believe. And be realistic about what we can do. And here's an, a small bit of advice if you'd like it. Take some food from this dinner that you haven't eaten. Pass it out to the homeless. I used to do that back in my kingdom. But you don't know a lot about me, do you? And she kind of leaves.
0: Okay. Just leave Tarkal out on the balcony. Um, as you begin making your way back inside, Azara, you know, a few moments pass um, as you guys have been having this conversation. You hear the, the Duchess make her leave and things like that. <clears throat> now it's everybody except the Duchess, Lord uh, Davian, and the Lord Marshal. The priestess who was sat next to you, Agnes, um, you see she kind of like holds her chest for a moment, kind of coughs a couple of times, um, and then all of a sudden she just falls, collapses to the ground. So you just see her just kind of like uh the chair kind of buckles under her there's a big gasp goes out around the table um what do you do
1: she you immediately Marcel. she kneels agnes kneels down by the body calls a zara mm-hmm. and says there may be poison check the food and then starts trying to administer to minister to this priestess hey, with like right. a medicine check
0: You don't need to because as soon as after you call out to Azara, Azara, you hear Agnes kind of calling Mm -hmm. for you. Marcel, you look over. You see everyone's kind of panicked now looking at the food. But the woman immediately, her eyes open and she just stands up, almost bolt upright. Her eyes seem to glow with a kind of sickly pale blue light. um, And this unearthly voice kind of crackles out of her mouth. The crimes of Arabelle's past must be repaid. The true royalty of this land shall arise. And then she holds up her hand, and in a flash a, f- almost like a dagger made of glass appears in her hand, and she thrusts it down onto the table. I would like everybody to roll initiative.
4: Well, oh fun. no! Goddamn.
0: Oh no! Uh, 19. Uh, 16. Ni- 19, 16. 22. Twenty-two from Marcel and Tackle. 17.
1: Agnes chastises herself for yelling poison at a banquet without thinking about <laughs> what that implied.
0: Who's that? Everyone's poisoned. Okay, so as this dagger slams into the table, you see it kind of shatters and breaks. Um or no, it doesn't quite break. Um it embeds in, but fragments of it break off. And in a kind of sudden rush, this freezing cold air just engulfs the room it spreads out doesn't do enough doesn't do any damage to you but it probably does knock you away from the table or kind of sends food and and dresses and things billowing all over the place as this frost just completely engulfs um the walls and the floor even the balcony tackle you have just enough time to kind of chase after Azara before behind you the whole balcony is sealed shut by frost a thick layer of rime completely engulfs the room um frost and made stood- and <laughs> stood on the table where the dagger was implanted um you see the priestess woman kind of collapses and just falls unconscious um next to you uh agnes but stood on the table uh with three white hounds next to them um kind of all on these kind of frosty chains appears um an eladrin Uh, if you know what an eladrin is elven with long ears but eyes completely of one shade um completely blue skinned wearing thick kind of blue frost colored and frost themed outfits um with a long sword in one hand um, and as they appear you just hear them speak very softly the contract has been made the deal must be on it and She leaps into action. But Marcel, you are the first one to react. And you can see that this being, this person, is about to attack. And they look like they're about to attack the closest thing. They also have these three large white hounds beside them as well. And they have appeared on the table before you.
3: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I guess I kind of look towards my team, towards, like, confirmation, like...
0: Kill. You're you're the first to react, man. So Marcel gets to pick.
3: (laughs) Um, Firebolt. It
4: is.
3: (laughs) So that is a
0: eighteen. Eighteen will not hit this icy figure. They kind of. Uh, deflect the fiery bolt away with this icy blade that they're carrying in their hands.
3: Okay, well I'm still going to uh attack then.
0: Yep, you get your Eldritch knight, you get to make an attack, don't you?
3: Yep. Um 18 doesn't hit. That's really cool, Mark Humes.
0: It is. It is cool. Mark
4: Sherlock Humes.
3: Uh all right, let's let's see if this this attack is higher. It is not. <laughs>
0: So you swing with the sword, and it parries away. The woman, when you look at her, you can see... It's not... I say woman, the person, when you look at them, because you can't really tell whether they're, you know... They they look very eladrin ish But they have frozen tears that just kind of cascade down their face. Um, They have this very sorrowful look about them, and as they're deflecting your attacks, there's almost no emotion. There's just this kind of... very disenchanted look as they are fighting um uh, uh, as they do uh, anything else from you marcel no all right in that case azara you are about sort of 50 feet at uh, the by the balcony door where you and Tarkle have kind of re-entered the room mm-hmm. um this is all happening in the very center of the room mm-hmm. along this mm-hmm. giant table as they are just stood on the table itself with these three hounds around them um both agnes uh gawain um, and some of the guests are next to them
4: uh hearing agnes call out to azara okay. azara is going to uh immediately rush forward to try and get near her side
0: mm-hmm.
4: um and i can go 30 feet how how far does that get how close does that get me now? so you're about, about 20, 20
0: feet away from agnes and about table. 20 feet
4: away from agnes mm-hmm. um so i'm just gonna pre- like i'm gonna make eye contact with agnes and just say get ready to fight and Mm -hmm. i'm going to cast uh which bolt at the third level might as well let's see that is 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 to hit
0: 21 and who are you targeting you targeting the the The, eladrin figure in the middle The
4: eladrin figure yeah
0: yep okay that hits so yeah the lightning bolt crackles out of your hands and yeah slams into them all
4: right that's 3d 12 6 Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 plus 3 points extra of lightning
0: right. damage. So what's that total? 18? 19. 19. I it's
4: 16 plus 3.
0: Oh, 16, sorry, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the lightning poof, slams into their body, and you can see they do react, but it's like a, a slight twinge of pain. So they kind of just grimace as the lightning arcs up and down their body. Yeah? Uh.
4: Um. And I... I think that's all I can do right now. Where is Alyssa? Uh
0: Alyssa is at the table. So when you had gone off with Tarkle, she had stayed awkwardly at the table. But she is going to draw her blade. Yeah. She's So I'm
4: about 20 feet away from like both of them.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm
4: gonna keep that in mind. That's all
0: I'm doing. I would like everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Um Agnes, you're the closest one. So you see where this dagger has implanted into the table it is continuing to spew frost and ice out from it, almost like a rolling wave um, that's sending this dreaded cold throughout the entire room. Um, Did anybody get lower than a 14 on their con save? Tarkle did?
2: Yes, I did. did. I got 13.
0: Oh, and Anna as well? Okay, anybody who got under 14, you take six cold damage. Anybody who got 14 or higher, you take three cold damage. If I got a nat
4: 20, does nothing happen to me? (laughs)
0: No, you still you still take damage. I'm sorry. No I wasted my NAT twenty on, on that. I'm sorry. Sad. But yeah, this ice, this knife, this broken kind of dagger is now just emanating cold throughout the whole room, just constantly pumping out waves of it. As if it's as if it's pulling it from another realm um through this knife.
2: Uh Azara, after your turn, tackle. Uh I am going to uh move up. Am I also fifty feet away or am I sixty feet away? you would be 50 feet okay i'm gonna move up 15 feet towards the table and then i'm gonna toss mm-hmm. my kiss of silver towards the most sure. evil looking individual <laughs> yes well the that is I'll ignore the, the uh that is a
0: 12 plus 7 19 19 against the figure not the poppers yes against the figures
2: that is a hit okay uh so 1d4 plus four now, why
1: you gotta to call them poppers no, okay. and I, them.
2: I know I didn't mean it. It came They're out too quick.
4: Puppers.
1: They're mean borks. They They're to die.
4: Bork Borks. They're not real
1: Bork Borks. They're phantasmal They're like
4: VR Borks. That's what they we would eat Poa. <gasps> so they deserve to die.
0: Yeah. Six.
2: They yeah. would. Seven. I would POA. Eleven. 15. And 21. 21 total damage with Sneak Attack. Oh. 21.
0: The other thing is, and somebody pointed this out to me in the YouTube comments, um, your assassinate is technically on any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet, which includes this figure. Oh, okay. So you okay, would have cool. had advantage, but it does say, sorry, the next line is, in addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical <sighs> hit. So it's not a critical hit, but it would have had advantage on the attack roll. So Gotcha, but I got it anyway, so it doesn't matter. You got it anyway, so it doesn't matter. So uh, 21, was that? 21 damage?
2: Yeah, 21 total.
0: Yep. 21 total. So the the kiss of silver thump, and this one, you know, the lightning bolt, uh, the witch bolt, did definitely kind of stagger them a little bit. But the kiss of silver embeds into their their shoulder, and you can see that their skin is almost like snow and ice, and it kind of breaks and fractures and sends these spindling lines down their body as they kind of ah, uh, uh, and they kind of look and almost look at you with this heartbroken face um, after you injure them. Um, anything else on your turn, Tarkle?
2: Uh, no, I think that's it. I'm just going to let my dagger reappear in my sheath at the end of my turn.
0: Okay. Um, the figure lets go of the three chains in their hand and the three wolves leap out um, several of them dart towards some of the nobles um, two of them uh, two of them dart towards uh, various other nobles in the room basically they dart towards some of these other guests uh gawain is also pulling out what appears to be like a rapier um and trying to defend himself um one of the wolves however is going to come for you Tarkle, having seen you just uh attack its master um and in fact actually Uh, It will position itself so that you and Azara are within a 15 feet cone, and you see this wolf (sighs) and it breathes this cone of ice. I would like you both to make dexterity saving throws, please. That's my good one. Right.
2: Ooh, 26. Do you have evasion,
0: Tarkle?
2: I do have evasion, yes, I do. So you take
0: no damage whatsoever. Uh, and Azara, you got 20 on your save? 30, 20. 11, 17, 20. So you would take 10 points of cold damage, Azara. You do manage to leap out of some of the way of this frosty breath that comes uh, hurtling out of the creature's jaw, but you almost like slide on the ice underneath this kind of gout of frost breath completely avoiding any of it uh chilling you uh from head to toe um the other two one leaps towards gawain and tries to take a bite of him uh sinking his teeth into him quite badly actually uh as he does so uh for a total of how much damage 2d6 plus four. Ooh. Uh, for 15 points of damage so you see uh gawain kind of like ah his like, forearm gets bit by one of these creatures um as he's kind of wrestling it free get off of me and he slams it down um Greatly and the, the other one <laughs> the other one just pounces onto uh the little halfling fellow who was one of the guests and just bears him to the ground and, he's like, ar, ar, and just throws his body around like a rag doll uh agnes you are next
1: if I make a history check, that's not my action, right? That's just would, like something oh, no, I know. I'd, I'd
0: never make you do that as an action, no. no
1: can no, I no, make no. a history check to see if I understand anything about like the true rulers and the contract and all of that stuff?
0: Oh, you can, yeah. 20. 20. 20. Hmm.
1: She studied a lot about nobility because they made her. Yeah,
0: the only thing that really comes to mind, like contract, you can't remember anything about it. True royalty. I mean, there's been a bunch of different lines of succession throughout Cormier's history. And sometimes it has been a bit bloody. There have always been kind of people who were king and then they weren't a very good king. So another king came along and kicked them out and then said, I'm the king now. Um, There's been a lot of that kind of stuff. But generally it's been peaceful for the last, Centuries you know it's not really been contested. The Oberskiers have ruled very well, um yeah, I'm not quite sure. Arabel certainly had its history of rebellions. You remember dusk mentioning that when you first came into the city that Arabel as a city had had problems with rebellions in the past and things like that, and then uh with the people rising up against the nobility, and then there's also the um the dragon Thormaglor uh who was the original kind of ruler of all of Cormyr, basically um until he was killed by. The people that would become the purple dragonites so a bunch of potential things it could be but nothing that is concrete
1: okay um well seeing these icy wolves bearing down on the nobles mm-hmm. i i know you mark humes have a particular dislike for the spell uh conjure animals
0: I, I it's not that it's just it is a pain in the ass to run. That's all it is. It's not so that I have a personal dislike.
1: I I'm gonna because it is a pain to run. uh I am going to cast conjure animals <laughs> instead <laughs> of instead of summoning multiple animals. I'm just gonna uh-huh. summon one CR two animal. So okay. Agnes summons like um right in front of the wolf that is bearing down on that halfling Mm -hmm. um a saber-toothed tiger that's just snarling okay
0: i i'm gonna you if i'm gonna leave all the stats in your hand and we'll say that it goes immediately after your initiative but it's on you to remember it Okay. okay um
1: I'm going to look up the saber-tooth tiger spell. The other thing I'm
0: going to mention, Agnes, that you notice because you have the observant feet is at the back of the room, all the pages are trembling in fear as this, this thing has all happened. And you can see they're kind of huddled together as the frost. You see Aaron is like smashing on the doors, trying to like break a way out. He's like, come on, get out. He's like trying to smash it down, but the ice just keeps reforming. Every time Aaron smashes it, he's got like the banner pole for Evening Star and he's trying to break <laughs> the ice. It reforms over the door and he can't break it down to let anybody out, like to let them escape. Um, But he's trying, he's trying to help get people out.
1: That's our boy. That's That's our boy. Um, boy. Also, because I summoned it and I'm a wildfire druid, can I have fun lore fluff that there's like fire at its cheeks and like at the corners of its eyes? It's like a really cool flame saber toothed tiger.
0: Cool. Sounds cool.
1: And since it goes right after me, does it go now? Sure. Awesome. So it is going to, it's going to be like, actually, I'm going to have it behind the wolf that's mauling the halfling and snarl, Mm -hmm. and then it's going to pounce. Um, Okay. And it is going to, oh, that target must succeed on a DC 14 strength saving throw.
0: I rolled a natural one.
1: So it's knocked prone, and then I get to bite it.
0: Go for it. So you have advantage because it's prone so you see this, this flaming saber 20. tooth knocks the creature off of the halfling who's just barely alive it kind of swipes him and shoves him off and then it bears down on him and that was a natural 20 on the attack roll mm-hmm. okay so it's a crit so max damage and then roll the damage again
1: all right so the max damage would be 15 and then the whole thing again or just yeah, the yeah, dice roll,
0: roll the whole damage uh just Ooh, the dice not, were... the modifier, okay. not the modified, not yeah. the modified, just the dice
1: Oh, only three more. So 18, 18 of damage. damage.
0: Mm-hmm. So it bites down onto the creature and you hear this white wolf roar, kind of howling as the saber-tooth begins mauling at it on the ground um, after you give it its mental command. Fire versus ice.
1: That
4: looks so cool. That's really cool. It does
0: look very cool. Uh, Gawain on his turn will turn on the creature that is fighting him. Um, he pulls forth this rapier and he begins trying to fight it off as best as he can. Uh, the first one is a hit. The second one is a hit. The third one is also a hit. Uh, So we've got... This dude is pretty strong. He's just three times just bop, bop, bop. Yeah. So, yeah. And you see Tarkle as you watch uh, Gawain. He fights like an expert swordsman. Like, you can see he, like, dodging to the side, plunging the rapier in. Even though he's not wearing armor, he's defending himself as best as he can. Um, That's going to be 12 points of damage. Plus 9, 21. 28 points of damage to the one that he is fighting um these three strikes as it pierces into the creature's flesh and then he kicks a chair and backs off managing to create some space between him and the others uh he'll call out um he'll he'll probably call out to all of you just like i can take care of this one deal with the others before it can get to any more of the guests uh and that is his turn um and then oh no agnes isn't here uh, for me to take my turn. Oh, I forgot about that as well. Damn it. Um, so you see, the eladrin-like creature kind of looks down, looks around, eyes around, who seems to be the most dangerous. Locks eyes with Azara. They raise their hand up, um, and a ray of frost will emerge from their palm. Uh, I'm just waiting for this to come back. 14 to hit you, Azara. Ah, oh, it doesn't hit doesn't hit nah. so just you manage to kind of leap to the side as this beam of ice just kind of uh, arcs past you um and then with the sword it will swing down and swipe at agnes in its hand with its second attack uh agnes uh the aladrian with this is a 19 to hit Uh, you are muted i'm going to assume that that is a yes, uh just five points of slashing damage though agnes as this uh the sword swipes down um onto you as you are fighting sorry,
1: I had just sat down when you said so what was the to hit uh
0: it it was like nineteen I'm assuming that oh yes you. it hit yeah and it so was five slashing? Points of slashing damage five, five. um And that's it. The remaining nobles who are free rush to the doors that Aaron is trying to break through, um, and they are all basically desperately trying to break their way through, shoulder barging against it. But every time they kind of do damage, the ice just... Forms around it um, as it begins spewing out of the ice, and then last to go because bless her, she's not the quickest one. Um, Elissa will finally draw her blade, and then she'll rush to engage the wolf that had uh, breathed towards uh, Azara and Tarkal. Uh, she will hit with her first attack, and then she will hit with her second attack for a total of eight. Ooh, very good, eighteen i thing. so 24 points of damage to that one okay marcel back up the top this is a big combat there's a lot of npcs marcel
3: so there's still uh three three uh not good boys
0: there are three not good boys indeed
3: okay what's the nearest one
0: uh the nearest one to you would be the one that is fighting Gawain, technically. Mm-hmm. Um there is also one which is fighting a saber-toothed tiger, and then the one which Elisa uh is fighting that was heading towards Zara and Tarko.
3: Okay. I'm going to bonus action shadow blade. Love it. And then I'm going to uh go for the one Fighting the, fighting the saber tooth. That one looks okay. pretty
0: pretty low, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The saber tooth bit into it pretty pretty nastily.
3: Okay, uh, so let's see if that is. That's a nat twenty. Damn. Oh,
0: perfect. Which are you attacking with? Um, shadow blade. Shadow blade. Yeah. So max damage on the shadow blade, and then roll the dice again. Don't add any modifiers. Okay. 21. so you just hear this kind of oh, howl as you plunge this black energy blade into the wolf's back um, and then yeah uh, did you have the rest of your turn actually to do I,
3: I was going to do quite a few things on this turn so let's do it let's do that
0: let's finish your turn let's finish your turn
3: okay so uh, I get two attacks so I want to yes. go for the next nearest one
0: yep so you can spend your movement uh, to dash to the next one which would be the one fighting Gawain how far is that Uh, That's only five feet away, so you won't provoke an opportunity attack. Okay. It's like literally next to you. You can strike out with two arms at each one. Uh, 14? Uh, 14 against the wolves will hit. So the, the normal blade strikes through.
3: Okay. So let's roll damage. 12 psychic damage.
0: 12 psychic damage on that one as well. Bam. Is it still up? They are both still up. They both look heavily wounded, though, but they are both still standing.
3: Wait, the first one didn't die? Nope. All right. I'm going to action surge. <laughs> okay. And go back to the first one. Right. And attack okay. it again.
0: Sure. Yep. I mean, you know, it's still damaged. It all works. Yep.
3: Uh, 16.
0: 16 hits. So
3: that I'm just going to roll on. On acoustic dice. six psychic damage
0: and the six points of psychic damage i hate to tell you this nate it's still alive uh, okay kind well of slicing through its body this thing is very tough this isn't just like a normal wolf it is unnaturally cold it has this resilience to it as the blade cuts through
3: well i'm going to take one more attack because i get two attacks
0: yep action surge baby i love it i love action Ooh. surge uh 17 it's the jojo of uh attacks yep absolutely that hits
3: Come on, big money. Ten psychic damage.
0: Ten psychic damage. I've got some worse news for you. It's still alive as you just ah,
2: die
0: pummel it with these attacks. The wolf is heavily, it limps, it turns around snarling, but it is still standing as all of these blows are rained down upon it. Fuck. That's in character. Anything else? Yeah.
3: Uh, no, that would
0: be it. That's it, and, and that's and I think that yeah. As we, uh, the next thing that would be happening is that feeling of icy cold continues to emanate from this broken blade, um, just filling the entire room, and that's where we're gonna end today's session. Uh, and hopefully Twitch will play better next week. Uh, mm-hmm. It will actually behave mm-hmm. itself. Um, but the VOD will be fine. So if anybody does hear this, if you can hear this live, uh, the YouTube release will be fine. It won't have any issues. So that should be. Good. Uh,
2: all
0: right. Should we do shouts? Who wants to go first?
2: I'll do it because I want to talk about uh my name's Shady Penguin, and I really like the imagery of Marcel going like, "Ha! I killed the wolf!" and hit another. And go wait, you're not dead. Wham, wham, and then <laughs> wham, <"Worm,
3: laughs> Why won't you
2: die? I really love that. Uh, uh I have seven straight green days on the market, baby. Let's go seven nice. straight. I'm love gonna it. tag. I'm gonna tag Nate.
3: Oh man, I I just. uh packed up some wolves and apparently it's good now. So really cool that my badass stories cool turned scene, I know. Just buffering. <laughs> so that's fun. Um aside from that, I don't got much going on. So uh I'm on tag Mika.
4: Hi, I'm Mika. Um I don't have much going on other than the fact that I have a dog and she has an Instagram. Um I gave her a bath yesterday and I had to take a nap after because she exhausts me and she has a lot of energy. Uh, I'm going to tag Anna. Uh,
1: I have one more role-playing show this week on Thursday. You can come watch me play a Jedi. Um, I have another one coming up on October 17th. It's the next installment of Pawns and Patrons, which is a show that you can tune in and watch without being caught up. Very, very fun on Saturday. Um, Oh, uh, nope. I don't have anything else. My dog also has an Instagram. (laughs) I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, Mark.
0: <laughs> that's one of those like, no, that's under india I can't yep, talk to no. you about yeah. that. <laughs> uh, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, you can check out more of my DMing, uh, which is for High Rollers, which is my dnd show that I do uh, with my my good friends uh from the High Rollers crew. That's on Sundays and Thursdays. Uh you can check out our Twitter for that for the times. But the main thing I want to plug is I have just launched a brand new YouTube channel. I've got a brand new YouTube channel. I kind of put my old one to the side because of loads of other stuff but it's a brand new channel it's all about D and larp so the first video is up there um maybe by the time you're watching this on friday the next one will be up um, but yeah i'm gonna be uploading there so if you want D tip videos and how-to videos or if you're interested in larp then I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff all on that and introducing you to it and silly fun stuff. So come and watch that. It's uh, Sherlock Humes is the channel name. It's all on my Twitter and stuff like that. You can check it out there. Um, And that's it. Yeah, we are sorry, guys. We know that we have to wrap up, but because Twitch doesn't seem to be behaving very well, um, I think it's better that we wrap this up and then we finish this combat because it's quite a big combat as well. So we'll finish that next week. Um, and yeah, we'll see what this whole weird frosty Eladrin thing is all about, and uh, all of this mystery dinner shenanigans going on. I remember um, what I was gonna say. What do you remember? What you were gonna say? It
1: was—it's a, a group announcement, so it makes sense to do it last. Um, everybody's been asking in the chat about our episodes. That this was episode ten. This was episode ten. We have a season run of twelve episodes, so we have only we two do. left after this. But. D and D has mentioned during D and celebration that they look for feedback on social media. So if you're really enjoying Evening Star, we would really appreciate it if on social media you use the hashtag Evening Star and tag D and D and let them know that you're really enjoying it. That would mean a basically lot
0: to us. tweet at Wizards D <laughs> yes. love Nights of Evening Star. Bring back more. Want more <laughs> Evening Star. That's yes. just type
2: that. Just spend yeah. it I mean
1: I wasn't Brandy telling you what it. to say. I'm just saying. But Mark is. And
4: Mark is yeah. saying.
2: Mark is saying. <laughs> Mark is the, DM the You the have coast. to do what he says. That's, he makes yeah. the rules. If I you want to no. see
4: Aaron more, which we all do. Yes. We have to bring back Knights of Egypt Star. And well,
3: if it's listen. not brought back, then. Um, Aaron dies. Wizard, wizards is kind of sus. <clears throat> oh, I God's saw Wizards. Back. Look,
4: I was
1: trying oh. to do this in the most like, non-pressuring. <laughs> I just. <laughs> And you, you. being Thank consummate Thank you for the twelve episodes. We're yeah. happy with those. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: yeah, but yeah, um, let but yeah. them know
4: you like it, please.
0: I'm also absolutely going to leave it on a terrible, terrible cliffhanger. So if you really <laughs> want to know what happens, you you have to help us get more episodes. So enjoy. Right with that, thanks very much, guys. I think that they are hosting uh, D and Beyond next, so you can enjoy that with our good friends. I know, uh, I think that's Jasmine's game with uh, Steel and Shadow. Um, so you can check that out. Um, we'll see you next week, hopefully when Twitch is behaving. Bye.